Blog Talk Radio. Points of view, points of view, life, music, movies, relationships, sex, sexuality, hardships, inspiration, motivation, and of course, the paranormal, which we haven't talked about in a while. So I think we might spend some time there today. So here he is, my buddy, my friend, the man we all want to hear from, paranormal author, expert investigator, and all-around amazing guy, Stephen Arcantala. How are you, buddy? Another great opening again. I'm very well. Can you hear me today? I can hear you. Good, good. I had everything muted, and it was taking forever to load up. That was, and you know what? Too much. I think it's well deserved at this point. So, just for tonight, I'm going to applaud myself on that one and applaud you. So, thank you so much. Atta boy. <laughs> How you been? What's going on? You've been you've been like crazy busy. Uh, flying all over the place, doing all sorts of stuff. I almost feel like we need to do another rundown of sorry, all the all the irons you got in the fire that are uh, starting to take off here. But, uh, where do we want to catch up? Let's. Uh, uh, like you man, and I are catching up. Actually, I mean, we, we we have we both been busy. So uh, just telling everybody, usually we get a little bit of a chit chat before we uh, start this show and know what we're going to talk about. So we're we are we're really going by the seat of our pants today. And uh, you're you're listening in on Kevin and Stephen just just catching up after, gosh, it feels like almost a week or more. Mm-hmm. And I've been gone for six days. I left what, I left Sunday to go to Miami. Had a lot of layovers, had a lot of delays, a lot of issues here. So I got yeah, just it's just been a mess. Um, how was how was it being back in Miami? People <laughs> listen to the show nowadays. I hate Miami. Um, I just hate Miami. Yeah, I hate oh, yeah. Miami due to a lot of the the memories there, the and the people there. Seriously, shitty people as a whole. Everything better than everybody. Everybody thinks they're hot shit. Everybody feels entitled. Everybody lives with regret in Miami. Like they look so miserable all the time, and they are miserable because. But if you want to venture out, it's like I said, it's just a shit show of people all trying to show off as if materialistic items and what they're wearing and what they're driving, what they make is relevant when energy. And I know to a that may not matter, but um. The fact that you can't have an intelligent conversation with 90% of the folks because it's on TV. When I was living there, right, and I went to Planet Fitness there, it, there was a sign outside with the van that actually, I had the picture on my phone. I was actually going memories. It said, available. That 
oh man, so I hate. Uh, if I never go back, I'll be okay with that, um, uh, you know. But I know eventually I'll be back again because I mean I'm from. have a return that's for sure do you think it's something you can ever make peace with oh man with 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 my past well no i mean like with my with with miami do you think uh i don't know no i i i don't think so i don't think because of the experiences that i don't think they were good no successful folks there who have created something from nothing just meet I listen to say the same thing it really kind of is my decision. I'm never coming. Will I go back to the beaches there? Absolutely. It's my it's the beach. But will I have these memories? So then maybe um, I guess my curiosity then is speak to that in kind of a you know when we talk about paranormal we always talk about things that have happened way in the past. But we are setting energy right now. Um, and things that we have done in our lifetime are setting energy. Do you think, and you, you know, you, you probably can't go back and reconcile it and that's fair. And that's true. Is that because there's energy set there that just can't be forgotten and released? Yeah. I mean, my ex is there who sat and bragged about all her exes, you know, I know lost. And a call back again, but you know my ex there, and there's been a lot of bad things, you know, where she constantly would brag all the time um, about how bad her ex, or how big her, or how more successful her exes were. But energy in me to or my 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 confidence or anything like that because truth be told I'm not on steroids. If I wanted to be bigger, I could be. If I wanted to be a model, I've I've already done it. I don't want to be a model for the rest. I've done it. It is it, do forever. So that energy that she poured out there where it was contained within Miami, yes, it, it put that damn on thing. Now could I shift energy change, make it better? Yeah. And I like I said, I was just in Miami. So it's not that I won't ever go back and be able to shift my energy and change it to make the outcome why I'm there a success. It's just I prefer to not do that because it's not easy to do because very well too much I am. It's just why put yourself in a position to have to do that if you don't have to. You know? I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've had relationships all in fire ever been. So it really, like I said, didn't put a damage to me or my confidence. Clearly, what it 
be doing this show or want to win Miami or want to have done any of the things that I'm doing. But, you know, I'd make a kind of it. But I guess if you hear that all the time, I'm sitting here trying to think now. If you hear that all the time, that is going to put a little uh, uh, in your confidence when you're always told, oh, my ex is bigger, my ex is worse, my ex is more successful. When you're boosting, is up more when you're boosting than so maybe it has, maybe energy-wise, I figured I, I'm very well in tune with me. I could shift the energy and change it to where it benefits me. But again, if I don't have to, if I don't have to it, then there's no need to be. Yeah, no, for sure. You don't need to subject yourself to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was just kind of a, just kind of my question was just sort of like, um, you know, like I was sort of saying about hauntings and haunted locations that, uh, you know, yeah, we can just move through life and cast about this energy or have this energy cast upon us, which is in and of itself a, a type of haunting. Miami is now kind of haunted for you. I mean, there's no other way to say it, really. So that's unfortunate. But you went down there and you did some stuff. What can you tell us about that? <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I did down there. A lot of other people kind of know what I did down there. But I, I mean, I can say I had a good time. I could say it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can say I filmed with some exclusive people who are big in the industry. And I could say when it's released, I feel like it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I'm, I, fingers crossed. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I don't so. see why, I so. why it wouldn't be. What's that? Yeah, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be either. Um, I think this is something that, uh, you know, we'll be excited to talk about a lot more when, uh, just like any project, I mean, I'm in the same field as well, not <laughs> not the same field that you're in, <laughs> just, just uh, any type of production, you know, sometimes we can't really talk about things until it's actually done. It doesn't matter if we've shot it, um, the best moments might end up on the cutting room floor and the projects might never happen. Um, we just can't always talk about a title or who we shot with until it's actually out there. So I just got to say, I'll just share with everybody. I am excited for you. I think this is something that uh, was meant to be. And uh, I think it's going to be a great, a great new level upper in your career. It's going to take you uh, just add another, another feather in your cap, if you will, um, where, uh, you know, people can't touch you. Like, you know, they're just not going to be able to touch you. Um, it's kind of astonishing that it's taken this long for it to happen. But the point is it's happened, it's happening. And, uh, yeah, I think people are going to be blown away when they, when uh, we can finally talk about it and, and share, which is great. Cause, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I think so too. I think people, I think, man, I don't know how it's taken this long, to be honest. Like, it, Again, I'm not arrogant. I'm not cocky with my looks, but it's been it's been five plus years, and I don't understand why it's not happening faster than what it should with with the blow up. But I can also see why because people that have followed my paranormal career knows that I don't follow the path as everyone else. If I kissed my if I kissed ass to everybody in the field, oh my god, you guys are so amazing. You're so great. That K two was perfect. This was so great. Yes, yes, I'll work with you. I'll work with you. I'll work with you. Let's do this. If I buddy buddied with everybody and didn't speak my mind i'd be at the top hands down but i but do you know how do you know how ridiculous i would always have to watch over my back to make sure i don't say the wrong thing because i'd be fake 
I'd, I'd lose sleep because I'd be fake. I'd be a sellout because I'd be fake. I'd have to watch what I say on these podcasts. I'd have to watch what I say on the shows, the filmings, the social media. And I feel like that's why I haven't blown up so quick is because of the reality and the real realness that I do deliver to the field. And that will hinder other things. You know, that will hinder a modeling career that will hinder your looks in a way because people are like, Oh, he's kind of, you know, reckless. He's kind of a loose game, you know, and they know that I can't be controlled, which is a very scary, fearful thing for a lot of people who want to sign someone like me because they know that I can't be, I can't be stopped. I can't be controlled. I can't be hushed. So if I want to say fuck you to somebody, if I want to say fuck you to the owner of this network, I would, you know, and I know that I would still be good. And that's because of the respect that I believe they have for me and the fact that I've been with them from day one. And if I want to say fuck you to the higher ups in any network, if we were interviewing, good, I'm good because I don't need them at this point. Everybody else in the field still needs these people. I did it on my own. So I could see why it took a long time to blow up and slow. It still hasn't blown up. Nothing has, you know, but it is slowly getting there and more eyes with different projects. So I'm nervous about this project getting, getting dropped, you know, not because of the hate, because that's going to come regardless, but I'm nervous because it could go either way. It it really could like this. It's a, I don't think it's going to go in a bad direction. I think it's going to go in an overwhelmingly I didn't expect that kind of direction. I don't know. It's it's kind of like the calm before the storm. Right. Well, and the good thing is that, I, I mean, everything, everything, everybody starts somewhere. Point mm-hmm. in time, you did your, your first paranormal YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, you know, and, and then you did your second, and then you did your third. And this is a particular uh, genre that is going to see you, I think, sought after to do more and more, um, just as you get out there and as there becomes, uh, I don't know, what's a word, uh, <laughs> funny word, <laughs> appetite, for, you know, for what, yeah. for what you bring to the, for what you, for what you bring to the table. And mm-hmm. I also think it's, you know, it's also a good lesson in that things happen in their time, right? If you really want to ascribe to what, you know, I think you and I have talked about in other podcasts and I, and what I think you and I believe, you know, over a beer at a table, um, we're where we're supposed to be, right? We might not like it. Um, we might have lots of irons in the fire and waiting for stuff to take off. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a time and a place, and, and things just sort of seem to happen. I, I don't know. Stuff's happening for me right now, too, that's just kind of like, okay, how come this wasn't happening a long time ago? But yep. uh, it's just it's just. You just run mm-hmm. with it. It's happening for it's happening for a reason, yep. and you take those moments and you enjoy, and uh, and I you know the other thing that I know about you that I just want to share with people too, and and you know this will you know a lot of people you know some we know that you've got haters out there that think you're arrogant and cocky and stuff. What I know about you is that you're always learning. Mm-hmm. That you took away probably tons of shit from this week that you will apply to other areas of your life and uh projects going forward um well, you're, you're just oh. you're just that kind of open guy that uh you know you'll, you'll always be learning yeah absolutely and and i appreciate that you see that and yeah that 
that's just it. When I was there over the weekend for the for the three days, whatever I was there for while the cameras were on set, I was. I was learning. I mean, I could apply that to my filming. I could apply how they did their setup. I'm like, I like that setup. I like how they did this, this, and this. I'm going to now apply that. And I was watching that during the middle of filming, actually. I was focused on that as well while everything was going on. But yeah, like it, it to me, it makes no sense as to why people hate me. And it, and it comes down to the jealousy aspect because I'm not, it, it doesn't make sense. Like I've, I don't even know where, I, I can't even like talk about the hate anymore because it's, what is there to even talk about? Like how can somebody hate something or hate someone they don't even know based off of a rumor? And unless it's just jealousy. Well, and when I look at these people, I'm like, yeah, it's clearly jealousy. It's jealousy over looks. And that's yeah. sad. It's sad that you hate somebody based off the way they were born, the way their bone structure is shaped, the way their eye color is like, it's crazy to me. And the reasoning, I think like why, and I do hate, I hate that it's blown up. I wish it, I wish this shit blew up when I was 22, 21, when I could enjoy it. But the thing is, is when I stop and think of that, I'm like, what, what do I mean when I can enjoy it? I'm enjoying it now, but I'm enjoying it yeah. on a level to where I'm supposed to gain it because back then I wasn't mature enough to handle that success. I'm mature enough now to handle that success. If I would have had it back then, I would have pissed it away with, with arrogance and drinking and cocaine and pills and I'd lose everything. So the fact that it's gaining now momentum is because I'm mature enough. And I think the energy and the law of attraction and the atmosphere and the energies of what I'm creating subconsciously to be conscious is I'm mature enough now to handle everything that's coming my way. And that's why it's now coming my way. Exactly. So that's how I, and that's, and that's kind of the point is, yeah, it's, it's sort of like it's in its time and man, you might even enjoy it. <laughs> much more sweetly to a higher level than you, as you said, you're, you're, you're in a state of mind where you can enjoy it rather than being tweaked out or drunk or whatever, um, you know, and, and hard fought and hard won. And you enjoy that part of it as well. Right. Because like you've earned it. This is earned. This is not something that's been handed. To Nobody hands me that on a plate. Yeah. Nobody. And that's the other thing is like, nobody handed this to me. Nobody, I didn't have an agent. I have a marketing person. I didn't have a manager. <laughs> I didn't have PR. I don't have any of that. <laughs> I've had nothing. I woke up one day and said, this is what it's going to be. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. Maybe not tomorrow, the next day, but it will occur. And thus far up until this very day, this very second, July 24th, Saturday at 1150 a.m. Because clearly now that I said that, people know this is pre-recorded. <laughs> um, um, well, that's fine and that's fair because that's just how busy yeah. you are. We have to do this, you know. So, yeah. so be it. And it, um, I've gotten everything I've asked for, and not even asked for that I put forth the work for. <laughs> My body's molding to what it was: the paranormal, the modeling, the magazine, the short films, the the other opportunities that have opened up. Like I put in that work. I didn't wake up one day and be like, "Oh, hey." I have a buddy in the TV show who's going to give me this opportunity that never existed. And I didn't sit there and kiss ass to get connections. I, I, I got a lot of hate for three years by doing it my way. And now that I did it my way, I am so comfortable and I sleep good at night. I don't have to look over my shoulder. And like I said, it goes back to, I could say whatever I want and on social media or do anything because I have no manager PR, no label, no anything. And 
I feel like if people really understood and they actually listen to what it is that I say and where it is that I came from and what it is that I've gotten, they would see that there's nothing arrogant or cocky about that. It's the fact that I did it. And you guys are just seeing, I guess, the personality and the reward based off what it is that I had to go through and went through in order to get what I got. And I'm still not there, but I will be. Like, oh, I will have no. I will have private jets. I will have a yacht. I will make two hundred thousand dollars a year, hands down, next year, like hands down, and that's minimum in two thousand twenty-two. Like that, that's what's going to happen. And I know this because I know where it is that I want to go. And by the time I'm forty, I would, you know, I would love to be sitting at that five million mark a year, residuals, <laughs> like not just me having to constantly keep working. So. I, I know where it is that I'm going and where I want to go. And I feel like 40 is young. Shit, I mean, I'm going to be 36 and I feel like I feel better now than yeah, sure. I wake up with back pains, but I got to go to a chiropractor, you know, and I, and I've realized a lot of the pains that I have are honestly mental. And I've done them myself because I put so much pressure on myself and I put so much stress on myself to have to be better. I have to be better than the next. Even these podcasts, man, I'm like, I got to be better than the next. I got to be better than the next because nobody wants to see a decline. Every now and then it will happen. But I put so much stress on me on creating stuff that's never been done before, especially within the field, that my pain comes from that. It doesn't come from body aches, and I'm 36 years old, so I feel better now than I did in all throughout my 20s. And I'm sure you could say the same, you know, as you are aging. And I'm sure there was a peak where you're like, damn, I feel better than I did in my 20s. I feel better than I did in my 30s. No, I agree. And I think a lot of that, uh, to your point of view, so like, you know, I'll out myself, I'm 57. Um, I, um, it came with a mind shift. It didn't necessarily come with a body shift, but it, for me, it's the whole mind, body, spirit connection. And yeah, working so hard on the body, but without the mindset um, and the mindset that you just talked about of envisioning it and planning it and the one thing that, I, I mean, what advice would you put out there for people? I mean, I know one thing I would say, and you've just done it as well, is you don't hold back. You put it out there. You put it out there on social media. You put it out there in these podcasts where a lot of people will hold their little goals so tight to their little chest and nobody knows. And it's not necessarily that people are going to help them because, you know what, in my experience, nobody helps you. Nobody. No. You know what? Nobody helps you. All those people who say, oh, you're going to do that? Oh, great. Well, when you get there, I know a guy or I know a girl or I'd love to do it. And then when you finally call on those people, oh, oh you know what? I'm really busy next week. I don't know if I can make yep. that. I don't, I'm sorry. It just, that's been my experience. It's just happened and happened mm-hmm. um, over and over. But I still feel, and, you know, sorry, go back to my question to you. It's your show, not mine. <laughs> what, no, 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 what no, no, no. Go, yeah, no, take it. You, you, you put it out there. And I think that's I honestly feel that that's why things manifest for you. The speaking of it, the working towards it is energy towards it. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. I 100% agree. And I think, and I hate when I see people share memes on Facebook and Instagram where it's like, do success in silence. Don't talk about it because people are going to say things and be in your ear. Yeah. If you're weak enough, you'll allow those people in your ear. Why not talk about it? If you're going to, if you're going to, 
harness and, ju- and just hold on to that dream, that's great. But if you don't put that energy out there, you're never going to get it. You're just not going to get it. Express it. Be vulnerable. Be a human being. There was a person who messaged me, and I know she'll listen to this show tonight because she listens to every, every show. <laughs> she messaged me this yesterday. Um, I'm going to read it to you. She said, what did she say? Stephen, I am not judging you. You are a free spirit and don't play by other people's rules. Do you expect to find a decent woman to stand along the side, side of you if this is one of your lines of work? Being obviously what I did. Um, and I said, you know, I said, that's not what I wanted to read, actually. It was something else. But I said, I'm not, I'm not in this to look for a woman. She's like, you know what you want. Nothing wrong with that. I couldn't do it because pictures, where is it at? Right here. Not that you are afraid, but I think you are exposed. I hope no one takes advantage of your vulnerability. What'd she say? I don't remember. I got to go through all these photos. Anyway, she was saying that I'm not vulnerable enough. And I was like, I was like, have you not, have, are you not on my Facebook? I was like, everything that I addressed, like from being raped, from being my upbringing, from the drugs, from, and I can't think of anything else. Like, I don't think I can be any more vulnerable. And I was like, I am the most vulnerable. Cause she's like, well, just because people know what you do for work and that you work out doesn't make you vulnerable. I was like, um, I'm pretty like, have you not listened to my podcast? You listen every week, but are you actually listening? Because I'm pretty sure I, I am very vulnerable and I feel like you have to be, you have to be in order for your dreams to come true too. the whole, like, it's just, that's my advice. It's just, I guess just, you have to express it. You have to express it. You have to let people in your life. And yeah, like let the the sad thing is, is if I went on Facebook right now and be like, Hey guys, I got the job. I'm a manager at Verizon. You know how many likes? And, yeah. Oh my God. That's so cool. That's so great. Oh, Hey guys, I just started a business and I'm going to do this, this, and this. Can you go like my page? Three likes, 10 people Cricket. will go like it. Yeah. And Cricket. that's what, that's yeah. what's crazy. It's like nobody, it, it's crazy to me that, Nobody wants to really fucking see you succeed in a successful way. They they want you to succeed, but not better than them. And it shows by that concept. And I love putting it out there. <laughs> like, and whether it fails or not, it, it may have failed at that moment, but it will come back and I will get it. Like when I quit. You, sort of, you, said, you said one of the quotes that I was going to sort of quote from out there, sort of the memes and stuff as well. Everybody wants you to do well. Everybody wants you to do well, just until the point where you start to do better than they are. Then yeah, it's like, then they don't, yeah, then they want to spit on you and be like, oh, no, you can't get that. You can't do that. Yeah. Why can you get that? Only successful people can get that. Well, not everybody was successful at one point. And there was a – what's his – man, I can't remember his name right now. But he, uh, Paul Mitchell, he does the hair products, right? He had like $700 in his pocket. He was homeless at one point. And he went around $700 in his pocket, decided to do that Paul Mitchell product that he does used a clear, what was it like a, just a gray bottle with white lettering. And he still keeps it to this day. Don't quote me on that. It could be white, a white bottle with gray leather lettering. Either way, it's such a simple, simple simplicity of colors because that's all he had. And he blew up billionaire now all of hair products. And he keeps those bottles the same way because it reminds him of where he came from as, as homeless and everything. And these are a lot of people's successful stories. And he put that out there every day. He was going and working and putting it out there that he's going to have the best hair products. He's going to have this, this and that. And that's just one example. So I think when people, 
don't voice what it is they want to do, I feel like it does more harm than good. Because when you voice that, I love doing it now on social media because a year from now, Facebook reminds you of what you said. And it's going to tell you. It tells you your statuses of what you made. And you can look back and be like, holy shit, I remember that and I did it. Matter of fact, I didn't do that. But six months after I made that post, life gave me a different curve and I went down that road and now I did something better. So it reminds you who you wanted to be or who it is that you may have forgotten that you were doing. So that's also a benefit to it. It, It's a journal. And for 10 years, Facebook has been that for me. So it's helped me express everything. So yeah, go be vulnerable. Also what you just pointed out there too is the path is not always a straight line. Well, it's, it's never a straight line. The number of times I've said, I'm going to do something. And it is not a straight line. And that's another meme that's out there too, is, you know, everybody says the the path to success is not this beautiful straight line from A to B. Mm -hmm. It's, it's this gnarly, crazy line uh, that Mm -hmm. goes all over the place. And you're right. Mm -hmm. Life will, life will throw you a curveball. Life will shut you down. I'm convinced. I'll just out sort of a little what's going on with me right now is I've backed out of the acting industry for a little while. I told my agent to stop submitting me because I'm, I'm giving palliative care to my mom. Um, She's doing okay right now. So two weeks ago I told my agent, you know what? Things are pretty good. We're not seeing as many curveballs. My time is better managed now. I can respond to auditions and stuff, which mostly have, it's been two weeks. I've had three Netflix auditions in the last two weeks and I'm convinced it's because I took a pause, wanted me to have that pause. And now I come back, where's Hartley been? Oh my God, there's Hartley. He's back. Um, And it's with a lot to offer with more going on than what it was when you left. Well, I mean, more to go. Yeah. You know what? I say that for anybody who's an actor is um, it's not about how many classes you take. It's about your life experience. What you bring to the table is certainly technique on stage or on camera, but what you also bring is your life experience. And if you can bring that life experience, mindful of the technique that's necessary for it to be captured on camera or projected on stage, that's where you win. Um, but yeah, I come, I also, I, I, I just come with a different energy as well as I'm great right now. I'm also, when I'm doing my auditions, I'm noticing I'm, of course I want the work, but it's not like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I need this job. You Mm -hmm. know what? Because they can, they can smell desperation in your audition. I'm just grateful to be doing the work. I'm just grateful to be being called off the bench. Uh, Because as long as the casting offices are calling you off the the bench, that's the job. The job for an actor is to, to keep auditioning. And then if you Mm -hmm. get the work, that's the the lucky part. Uh, but sorry, that you know, making that about me for a second there. But I mean, no, 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 no. You know, make it all just, I, I think for sure it's about, you know, when people put out their ideas there, it's the resilience to realize that it's not going to happen in these cute little straight lines. You're going to go from A to B, B to C, C to D. You're going to go in this gnarly, jagged line that's going to take you all over over the place, and you've identified mm-hmm. it yourself. And you're still going to get there. It's just not, it might not be in the timeline that you suggested. And look how much richer you're going to be when you get there and do it so much better. Uh, 
these are all learn curves. I need to learn everything that's happening right now because I'm going to get to my end goal, but there's a reasoning as to why I'm going down this path, why I just went from A to M and M to D and D back to A. And now we're doing A to B, B to C, and then you're going to skip a couple more letters and you're going to fall off. And you need to just take those as learning curves and understand what's happening and accept them and stay on course, of course, the best you can. But I know that if I would have just ignored the, the dist I wouldn't say their distractions because it wasn't anybody personally doing it. It was literally life saying, fuck off. Um, and, but I learned from that and we got back on course because life steered me back on course. I realized that if I didn't pick up and learn whatever it was that knocked me off course, I never would have got back on course. So there's a reasoning behind it all. 100%. I, I, I believe that. And, and it shows, I mean, it shows with you, it shows with me, it shows that that's a fact. It's, it's just, it's just what it is. And that's where a lot of people, I also think give up, they fall off course and they're like, Oh, dang it. You know, I can't afford that, man. I've sacrificed so much like a repo of a car, not paying rent, not eating like a lot. And people don't realize that part either. It, it takes a lot to get to where the bigger the dream, the more you're going to have to sacrifice. And I was okay with losing my car because I realized, you know what? I can run eight miles. I can run 10 miles. I can walk 50 miles if need be. If I have to be somewhere to get somewhere, I have two legs. But a lot of people are lazy and they won't do whatever it takes. So I go, oh, I can't do anything without a car. There's bus transportation. There's Ubers. There's things you can do without a car. You can sacrifice not having one to get to what you need. Save that $400 a month and put it towards something else. Put it towards your goals. And that's what I did. And it paid off. And it always will as long as your heart's in the right place. Now, if you just if you just want it because you think it's a cool thing to do, because, oh, man, I'll, I'll get laid all the time. People will think I'm amazing. I'll be a star. And, you know, all eyes on me. You're in it for you're, whatever it is that you're doing. You're in it for the reasoning. And you're going to fail. Hands down, you will fail because you don't know what it is. Like, I love doing what I do. And that's why I've, I, I probably invested – I know I have. I know I invested. There was three months that I invested 25 grand into the paranormal and into my body, you know, just with a year gym memberships, a bunch of fucking food, um, uh, uh, paranormal equipment, which isn't cheap, $300, $400 for this camera, for that camera, paying for locations. And there was a lot that I had to do at one point, flying here and there to go do modeling. So, there is I sacrificed that much money in that amount of time frame when I, I probably could have man, I could have bought a two hundred thousand dollar house. You know, put twenty thousand dollars down. Exactly. But I decided no. I want something bigger because I know in five years I'm gonna be sitting on millions. Millions, not just forty five thousand dollars a year and in debt because of college. I'm gonna be sitting on millions and I'll never have to worry about anything again. So where most people go to do an eight-year degree to become what they are, a 10-year degree, I mean, all in all, I've invested seven years thus far, and I only count maybe five years because I had a year off, and the first year didn't count because I had no idea what I was doing. So a solid five years. So I'd have enough for a bachelor's degree right now, and I'm not in debt. And look at what I have. You know, I have this podcast, which does amazingly well. I've had the TV show. I've done the magazine covers the other show coming out, the, the stuff I just did in Miami and then some, the book and then some in the conventions and the conventions next year and the other small shows, small movies I'm doing. And, and it's, it, it, it's an investment and that's, and I'm not in debt with it. 
So give me another exactly. five more years and, or four more years to get that a doctor's degree. Like I'm going to be by then I'm 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 not gonna be a hundred thousand dollars plus in debt. I'm gonna be a millionaire who can jump on a private jet again. Matter of fact, I'll own it. And that's why a lot of people need to understand it. They're they're investing into a college that they really even want. They just feel they need to get in debt when they could use that money and invest it into the thing they truly want to do. You want to be an author but I think you've just or a painter? Something else to yeah, there's there's lots of different things that are collateral. Money is is the most obvious one, but I think a lot of people mm-hmm. default that. Effort mm-hmm. is collateral. Passion is collateral. Intelligence yeah. is collateral, and you're leveraging them all. And you have to leverage them all. I don't think I think a lot of people just throw money at stuff and think, oh, I'm going to get a result. And then they're shocked when it doesn't happen because you didn't put the other collateral in. Correct. And you, you, there's more to it than just showing up. And this isn't where you just show up and sit on the bench and you get a trophy because you signed up. For whatever it is that you, you're putting for you don't just give 100%. Like you are literally going to have to give 120%. And that right there is collateral. You're, you're not getting paid for that at all. How many people work and not get paid? That's the problem, too. A lot of people expect to get paid. And when they work, and something that you do that you started when you started doing acting, I'm sure you put in a lot of work for free. Um, oh, man, for sure. I mean, I know you have. I, I know for a fact. Like, I know you have. I wouldn't even have to ask that. But you have, right? right? I'm for free. to stress it. But I'm sure invested a lot of time, probably money, I'm sure, to getting these be the acting lessons, right? Well, it's a matter of just, um, I, I mean, for me, it's, it's because I love what I do, right? So I've, I've done my share of student films where the payment was pizza, and I'm thrilled to do that because I get to do my thing. And yeah. When I take it back to what I, I said, I'm like, I am doubtless that you learned stuff this week. I learned stuff doing, they're not lowly. Um, what am I going to say about student films? I learned stuff on them. I just, I learned, whether I learn about me or whether I learn about lighting or whether I learn about camera or whatever, I learned. But I also learned that on a Netflix set as well. Um, so it, to me, it's just about not being below um, any opportunity that gets you to do what you want to do. And I think you're the same way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, it, it, if someone said, hey, come do this and all I can offer you, because like you said, you're doing, I, I do it for free. I mean, it's because you love doing what you do in if money comes with that, then that's great, right? I mean, that's the ultimate goal is to get paid to do what you love. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you know what it takes to invest a whole lot to get to where it is you need to be. I mean, you've done the Netflix shows, you've done you've done these things, and you've invested a lot of what was it? What was the word did you just use? Collateral. Collateral. Yeah, and you've invested a lot of that, a lot of collateral into it. Yeah, I just feel know, like people should truthfully. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now you go. 
No, no, I was going to say, let me, cave, let me caveat that now. I, I don't know that I'm so willing to work for pizza right now. <laughs> I'm not at that point <laughs> in my career, but that's what, that's what I'm saying. I have sort of paid that dues. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the other, the, the other thing that you are well aware of as well, is that there's a, a paying of your dues before mm-hmm. you are entitled to the kind of success that you were just starting to have or the kind of success that I am just starting to have. And mm-hmm. the reason we're having it is because neither one of us has quit. I look That's back it. at some people who wonder, you know, how come Hartley's doing this? How come he's doing that? Mm-hmm. Um, because, because I didn't quit. Yep. Oh, you're and not, a lot of you're not all that. You, you, you didn't, you didn't study here. You didn't study there. You don't have that look. It's kind of like, and, but I, I stuck at it, dude. You, you didn't, yep. you didn't do it. Oh, well, it. I, I stopped, I stopped for this reason or that reason, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you stopped. At the end of the day, I'm sorry, you still stopped. Yep. Regardless so of what your excuse so don't is, knock, whether you don't knock the route that I'm taking and the collateral that I have chosen to input for mm-hmm. myself, because I'm quite happy with my investment. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it. They decided to invest in something else, whether, oh, I got a leg injury. Oh, I have this bill I had to pay. So I had to get a real job. Oh, I had a kid. Oh, I got married. Those are all decisions you made. Those are all a safety net that you made that you wanted to escape. So you can make an excuse as to why it is that you couldn't fulfill your ultimate dreams in life. And that's just it. I love when people like, you're not the best looking dude. You, LA and New York would chew. I actually posted this. Someone, someone actually sent me that LA and New York would chew you up and spit you out. Oh, really? Cause I, I went to New York and I walked the runway and I went to LA and I walked the runway. So I'm pretty sure I went there and left. I didn't go there and they didn't spit me out. I kind of went there, did my job and I spit them out. So it's just funny when people assume shit like you're not the, who are you to give advice? I've had this, um, you didn't go to a top prestige college and you didn't even graduate. So who are you to give advice and knowledge? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had to go to these colleges or get a degree to be able to give knowledge. Like I was unaware of this. I, I, I'm sorry that I went to a library and studied, or I used what everybody has the capability of doing now, which is Google, and you can learn on your own. It's it, it's wild what excuses people will make out of envious and jealousy when they can just, one, shut the fuck up and vicariously live through and be like, damn, that's really cool, and they can be a fan and support the movement, or they can be on your shit list and then wish that damn should just been nice to that dude because... I'd be on a cruise with him right now. We could have been really good friends. You know how many people have talked shit that I've realized? Like, I knew who they were. They just, their their shit talking never reached my radar until months later. And some of them, I knew who they were. And I was like, man, we, if they would have just not talked shit, we actually could have been probably really good friends because of how they thought. And it's like, you guys ruined this yourself. Like, a lot of people burnt their own bridges, and I'm sure they've done it with you. And it's like, man, we could have been really cool friends, but you wanted to, for whatever reasoning, think that you were better off on some other bridge talking shit. And I don't know. It just, it, it, it baffles me with how people invest their time. I guess you could say like, sure. We're sitting here venting about it and talking shit and doing whatnot, but guess what? It's a podcast. We're investing our time as well by expressing it. And it's going to get seen by hundred thousand people, you know? So, well, exactly. And I mean, sort of, you know, sort of, we've got about 15 minutes left and, uh, you know, sort of 
wrapping it up or not wrapping it up too early. But listen, you know, I think us is venting, us venting about it is not necessarily venting. Um, I know you say this to share. I know you speak to inspire. I know you speak to see people achieve their own dreams. And we've touched on that. And, you know, I think, again, sort of wrapping it up in the last few minutes here is, is, you know, I hope people take away from this, call it venting, call it bitching and moaning, whatever you want to call Kevin and Stephen, you know, they've got a platform, they can do this, but it's to help and to share. And I think, you know, Stephen helped me sort of summarize, you know, a lot of the things that we've talked about. We talked about number one, put it out there. Don't be afraid. Yeah, people are going to come at you, but that that helps you develop your thick skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's what you're going to need. Sorry, I lost you there for a minute, but uh, I, I just I just got back in on the signal there. The um, yeah, the only way is you know you got to put stuff out there. Um, and we talked about the thick skin and developing your thick skin. And uh, I think the other thing we have to, uh... Stephen, did you mute me again? Are you there, buddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know okay, I talk okay, a lot. I'm here. I know can I you talk, hear me? I know I talk a lot, but I can hear you. I know I talk a lot, but man, putting me on mute? Come on, dude. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Yeah, Live radio got technical difficulties. Yeah, you had a call back too, <laughs> yeah, I think. It's, it's, I, I did have to dial back in. Sorry, uh, I'm in uh, I'm in some crazy weather right now. I don't know if that's having to do with it at all. Uh, but I know we were just sort of wrapping up and sort of talking about, uh, you know, just sort of, it may sound like we're venting, but I want people to really hear what we're venting about so that they can apply it for themselves. And the other thing I think that you and I both have is a strong, it's one thing to have, what you want to do, um, but you got to have a why behind that. You got to have a really strong mm-hmm. why. And I've always been a proponent of, and again, this this might sound cliche, of asking yourself why five times to get to the ro- real root of why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do this? Oh, I want to make a lot of money. Well, why do you want to make a lot of money? Well, I want to make a lot of money because I want to take jets everywhere. Well, why do you want to take jets everywhere? Like really get mm-hmm. down to it. Um, yeah. Don't just say the basics. You know, like, I want to, because I want to be rich and have a good life. Okay. Well, a good life to what is the thing? Um, chaos, a uh, 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 flap in the web or whatever is chaos to the fly. But, um, that's for the skater or something like that. You know what I mean? So you got to get to the root of what is real. Why it, it, I want to do that. And I think when money is no longer money and materialistic objects are no longer reasons to why, that's when you really know really things for money, right? Um, 